Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were you were in it to win it. I can get behind that. What's your plan? Don't die. Okay, understood. But beyond that, don't die. We survive. That's just what we do. I just hope we can win a game. Welcome to Survivor, presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. I'm Jamie G, master of the third attempt, and I'm here with Magna Mills to help you close the deal and win your NFL Survivor and Eliminator Leagues for the 2022 season. And if you're alive, congratulations. You made it to week 15. Mills, let's get it. We also hope you're just watching for purely entertainment value, but yes, also very good if you're still alive. I am Megan Mills. Thank you for checking out Survivor, presented by Seize the Gap. Find us wherever you get your podcast by searching for Seize the Gap. Find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. If you could, please take a second to follow us, comment, rate, like, subscribe. It's all different stuff depending on where you're listening, where you're watching. Even just doing one of those things helps us out a lot. It helps people find the show. We really appreciate it. Please and thank you. And that's it. We're still going to be here every week right down to the bitter end to help you make a plan and survive but you most definitely need to make your own luck. But don't, like, do a blood sacrifice or anything like that to make it happen. Well, unless you're sacrificing a Cowboys fan. We don't need them anymore. Ah, Dallas did technically win last week, but man, oh, man, were they absolutely dog shit. I mean, before we get into week 15, let's start out by reviewing our results from last week. How do we do in week 14? Actually, let me rephrase that, Magnum Mills. How bad did we do in week 14? Uh, we did our classic bare minimum. We both had our locks. Jamie G, you had the Buffalo Bills. I had the Dallas Cowboys. Both of those games were probably more interesting than we would like when it came down to the end, but both got the job done. You missed on your D-pick with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I missed on my D-pick with the Seattle Seahawks. You missed on your fade with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I really missed on my fade with the Philadelphia Eagles. But had I known all the Saquon Barkley stuff ahead of time, I might have gone another way. I'll say that for myself. But in your defense, I will say that if Kenny Pickett doesn't get hurt putting Mitchell Trubisky out there, the Steelers would have won that game for you. And, you know, I think I was still maybe fooling myself a little bit that Kenneth Walker was going to play. Yeah, Travis Homer was uh, more Homer Simpson than any, I don't know, than Chris Carson. Not, not really great here. And, you know, the Bengals really, it was not out of reach for a lot of the game, but they were never really in danger of losing that one, I think. So it is what it is. The fades are hard. I mean, honestly, the Raiders are probably the only true fade that came through last week. I mean, you could maybe argue for the Titans from a a survivor standpoint based on some ownership, but they were only like a three and a half point favorite against the Jaguar. So it wasn't, you know, a big upset on paper. One last thing before we move on, please give us an update on how we're doing overall this season. And for those of you that have played Survivor, you know we're at the point in the season where you ain't got that many good teams left. So sometimes you got to go down into the wells. And I hope we can improve our deeps, uh, Magnum Mills, going forward. Yeah, I was on a pretty good run with those for a minute, but uh, taking a couple L's recently. As I said last week, we both had our locks. We are now both 10 of 14 on the season. That's 71%. You are 8 of 13 on your deep picks at 62%. I am 9 of 13 on my deep picks at 69 dudes percent. And you are 4 of 14 on your fades, 29%. I am 3 of 14 on my fades, 21%. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of was on tilt because last week 
I was supposed to hit the fade. I should be 4 of 14. The Tampa Bay Bucks should have lost on Monday night football. Donovan Smith was literally holding on every play during the final two drives. It was wild. I, I can't believe the Bucks won. That, that kind of crushed me a little bit, but getting off the tilt, getting back on the track here. We're definitely doing a lot better on our locks since kind of the early season nonsense, and there was a lot of nonsense. So let's really, you know, finish strong here because all the people are still alive. They need that. They want to get to the top of the mountain. Find that, you know, pot of gold. That, that's how it is, right? Pot of gold at the top of the mountain. I believe it's at the top of the mountain some somewhere over there, over the rainbow. But we absolutely need to lead with our strong hand. Let's start by breaking down the biggest favorites on the betting board in week 15. What are the biggest favorites? As we sit here on Monday night, the biggest favorites on the board for week 15 are the Kansas City Chiefs, minus 14 points at the Houston Texans, the Philadelphia Eagles, minus 9 points at the Chicago Bears, the Buffalo Bills, minus 7.5 points versus the Miami Dolphins, the Green Bay Packers, minus 7.5 points versus the Los Angeles Rams, the Dallas Cowboys, minus five points at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Washington Commanders, minus four and a half points versus the New York Giants. The Minnesota Vikings, minus four points versus the Indianapolis Colts. And the New Orleans Saints, minus four points versus the Atlanta Falcons. We've got a few teams favored by more than a touchdown here. But if I had to guess, I would say that very, very few survivor owners who are still alive have Kansas City, Philadelphia, Buffalo, or Dallas left at this point. That leaves Green Bay is kind of the pivot point of the week. I'm not putting a ton of stock into the Baker Mayfield comeback. 48 hours, whatever. It still came against the Raiders, and they've pretty much been giving up the comeback to everybody this week. Just ask Kim Kardashian. Well, in the video, she gets she gets come on her back, I think. I feel good about the Packers winning, but again, if they're going to be used in 40, 50% of entries, you have to at least consider fading them. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. And we're going to do a few things to help you win your Survivor Leagues, okay? We're going to start off by giving you our locks of the week. And just like it sounds, these are the teams that we feel are the biggest locks to win this week for what we have left. And for the record, we can each only use a team twice as our lock throughout the entire season. Mills, who is your lock for, for week, week 15? And again, if you've got any of the big three or four here, you should use them. But outside of that, Mills, who, who are you taking? Yeah, it's a smoke them if you got them for kind of the big four at the top here. And you know what? I, if you Sometimes you want nice things. And I don't know. I'm hoping ESPN uses targeted advertising because I recently saw an ad for a Maserati dealership near me. So apparently... ESPN Disney think I should be in the, the Maserati market. And I kind of have that this week because I have the Kansas City Chiefs left. So I'm going to get in my Kansas City Chiefs. Maserati, I mean, they're they're at the Texans, dude. Like they need to win this game to maintain home field in the AFC. So yeah, wheels up Casey in the Maserati. Like it's the one entourage episode where like didn't do buy like everyone their own Maserati or something like that. I feel that was ready and open. Holy shit. You bought another $100,000 car, you sick maniac? No, it's not for me. It's for you. It definitely seems like an entourage thing. Mills, I cannot use Green Bay, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas, or Buffalo. So I've got to go down into the well. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that are in the same boat as I. And I got to go with, I got to go with Minnesota, okay? I know the soda is fresh off the loss in Detroit, 
against the red-hot, blistering Detroit Lions. But I still think Minnesota at home, they really ought to take care of business here, man. I like them at home. Justin Jefferson is 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 just playing as good as football as there is right now. I can't see Indianapolis, even with the Jeff Saturday spark and the defense playing better, I can't see him doing enough here to beat Minnesota at home. It would just have to be a JT money has – you know, 180 to 220 rushing yards, and they just control the football game and win an absolute stinker upset. I, I got to go with Minnesota. I think the odds are there that they win. They're four-point favorites at home. Taking the soda, baby. Give me the skull. Give me the Vikings. For the Colts to win, I think they need the, the combo meal. They need the good Jonathan Taylor to show up and the bad Kirk Cousins to show up. That's basically yeah. the the sandwich that has to happen for the Vikings to not win that one. And uh, when they say they're going to get their hats, they're all excited about getting a divisional championship. Have fun losing in the first round, Vikings. Shit, no, man. Next, we help you out by giving you our fade of the week. We can fade a team as many times as we like, but the point here is to fade a team that we think is going to be among the most used, the most owned of all the teams in your Survivor League. It doesn't help us to tell you, oh yeah, don't use the Carolina Panthers. You know, I don't know. Maybe you want to use them. It's one of those weeks, but you get the idea. We need to tell you to try to fade a team that a lot of people are using to help you gain some leverage on the field here. Jamie G, who is your fade for week 15? I am going to go ahead and fade the Green Bay Packers, okay? Yes, I know. They're, they're coming off a bye, all right? The, the, you know, it's been quiet in Green Bay. They should theoretically be able to win this game. But I think so many people are not going to have Dallas because they used them last week against Houston. I think so many people don't have the Chiefs, don't have the Bills, don't have, you know, any of these big three, the Philadelphia, like they just don't have them. So, so you're kind of going to the next best thing. And that's the Green Bay Packers taking on, you know, the Baker Mayfield led Rams. And everyone knows that Baker's going to eventually turn back into Baker. He had kind of that last drive, you know, at that game, last two drives. And they just, you know, he played well and it was, it was remarkable and all that. But again, it was the Raiders and I don't see it happening, but I'm going to fade him here just because I think so many people are going to take Green Bay that I'm trying to get a little leverage. And I'm at that point, personally, where i got to find leverage. What have the Packers really done this season to really make you feel confident in them? In the Rams, for better or worse, they don't even own their own pick. They have no reason to tank. So they're just going to kind of go out there and just kind of let her rip and try not to get embarrassed on national television. I like that, and I'm going to go a similar way. I'm going to fade these San Francisco 49ers three-and-a-half-point favorites, heading to Seattle. But this is Thursday night football. This is a short week against a heated divisional rival. Seattle absolutely needs this one to have any chance to win the division. And, I mean, come on, man. You got Brock Purdy, undrafted rookie free agent, just throttled the GOAT, Tom Brady. This is definitely a spot where I can see a letdown game. And, oh, yeah, no Debo Samuel either for the 49ers. That's not nothing. Christian McCaffrey banged up short week. Brock Purdy banged up. Would it really surprise you, especially if Kenneth Walker comes back, you turn around and Seattle wins this game 20-17 to 17 or something like that? Would not shock me in the least bit. I think a lot of people are going to go to San Francisco because of how hard they laid the smack onto the Tampa Bay. They laid the smack down. That's a great point, Magna Mills. How deep is your love and at this point in the season, it's entirely possible that you've already used both of our locks. 
maybe there's a lot of entries left in your contest. You need to get some leverage on the field. We can help you there because we're going to be rolling into the deep. This is where we pick a team who we think will win, but is not projected to be one of the most huge teams in your Survivor Leagues that week. Mills, who is your deep for week 15? You know what, man? It's this that time of year where you got to do it, man. I'm going to go with a road dog. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. They're two and a half point dogs at the Browns. And I, I think you got a two for here. First, I am totally here for the random backup quarterback beats $230 million guaranteed Deshaun Watson. I think that's a narrative that's just waiting to happen. And also, now that the Ravens are probably going to be down, well, they're definitely going to be down to one of their backup quarterbacks, but possibly their third string quarterback. This is the perfect time for John Harbaugh to lay down the whole nobody believes in us thing. You know the Ravens are going to eat that shit up. They're one of those teams, you know they're looking for every little piece of bulletin board material or whatever. The fact that they are an underdog to the Browns is going to be leaned on heavily all week by the coaching staff. Again, another divisional game should be hard fought. I don't know, man. I just haven't really seen it from the Browns. Nick Chubb's been basically done nothing since Watson came back, and that was the heart of their offense. So, yeah, I don't think building the offense around Donovan Peoples-Jones was really what they intended to do when they started out in this whole thing. So, yeah, Baltimore Road Dog beating the Browns. Road Warriors. Mills, I am going to take not a road dog, but I'm going to take a team that has had its ups and downs, but they're facing a rookie quarterback, and we have not seen him play. We don't know anything about him. I'm talking about the New Orleans Saints taking on a divisional opponent, Atlanta Falcons. They are going to move away from Marcus Mariota and start Desmond Ritter. This is a veteran-led, pretty good defense in the Saints. I I think they're above-average defense. They're well-coached. They've got kind of familiarity in the scheme and in the system. They've been operating the same one for years now. I like their defense. This is a division game. They got to have it. I mean, we're talking about Carolina potentially winning this division. That's how insane this division is. So Saints need this one. Um, It's really open. I think it could go down to the last game of the season to figure out who wins the thing. Saints need it. I see them being able to, to, to confuse the young guy, get after the rook. Um, and and make it a long day for Desmond Ritter. I'm taking them. Andy Dalton and all. I'm taking them. Uh, Give give me the Saints. They're four-point favorites at home. Yeah, no matter the quarterback, really. What a division. I mean, the crazy part is the Panthers are probably playing the best football right now of everyone in that division. It's absolutely wild. That's been that season, right? Survivor has been absolutely wild. It feels like we say that every year, but I, I truly believe it this year. It is time to do our top five to stay alive here for week 15. But first, I'm going to preface this with a smoke them if you got them. They have Kansas City, the Bills, Dallas, or the Eagles. Use them this week. Don't really hesitate too much because it gets ugly and it gets ugly quick. So we're going to exclude those teams from our top five because we figured not many of you have them available. So without further ado, here are the top five to stay alive for week 15. At number five, we have the Washington Commanders. They are four and a half point favorites at home versus the New York Giants. I feel kind of dirty taking the Commanders, especially in a divisional matchup here. But this just feels like two teams headed in different directions. The Giants, they maximize their talent all year. Great coaching can only do so much. Saquon Barkley is playing hurt. How long is he willing to do that with his upcoming free agency? 
you can't build an offense around Darius Slayton. So I think coming out of the bye, the commanders handle this business here. Next up, we have Jamie G's New Orleans Saints here versus the Atlanta Falcons. He laid it out pretty good for you here. I think especially coming out of the bye, the Saints take care of business. They are not a team that's looking to, you know, play for next year under any circumstances. At number three, we have the Minnesota Vikings, four-point favorites versus the Colts. Again, Jamie G talked about them. Say whatever you will about them. They're going to the playoffs unless they have literally a historic collapse. The Colts have admitted they're out of contention. We're not quite sure how they're going to handle it, you know, for next season. But Matt Ryan's going to start a quarterback, so it kind of is what it is here. But I think the Vikings handle their business. At number two, we have the Green Bay Packers. Jamie G faded them. I don't think they're going to lose. But if you're in a contest that has 10, 20, or more entries left, everyone's going to be on Green Bay this week. The easiest thing you can do to gain leverage on the field is to get away from Green Bay. I still think they win, so if you need to use them, especially if you're down to a joint where it's like you and three or four other people left, go ahead, use them. Just kind of be aware of the consequences of doing so in a larger field. And finally, at number one, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, three and a half point favorites at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bengals are in playoff mode. The Bucs are still in preseason mode. I don't know why, but they've never taken off this year. I do not like going against Tom Brady, but since he is just, they're the better team. They're playing much better. I don't really care that it's on the road at this point. And if you look at Cincy, their remaining schedule is at New England versus the Bills versus Baltimore. Even if they're favored in two of those games, I won't be running to use them in those scenarios in Survivor. So I think it's also kind of a smoke if you got them. For the Cincinnati Bengals. And who knows? The Bucs would probably lose this game, still win the division somehow. And they probably will. It is such a wild division, the NFC South. Really, the entire NFL is crazy. And Mills, back in week eight, we started this little venture, our little mid-season survivor contest, a little survivor junior, if you will. And I've used the Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Browns, and Raiders. I've taken two L's so far, but Mills is so still so fresh and so clean that we have to keep going. And I'm going to participate just because I love it. Just for sport, man. For sport. Mills, you've used the Eagles, Chiefs, Niners, Ravens, Dolphins, Browns, and Cowboys. We can only use a team once. Mills, your turn. You're up first here. Who are you taking? Survivor Junior. I can't believe week eight was that long ago. I would swear to God that we well, week eight, that was like three weeks ago, right? How are you naming all these teams? How is he still going? Crazy. Right, smoke them. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. I have the Buffalo Bills left. Give them to me at home versus the Dolphins. Again, I think this is two teams headed in opposite directions. Dolphins are also dealing with some injuries here, looking like a snow game, which I figure will work in favor of the Bills. So wheels up for, uh, you know, shout in the Buffalo Bills in Western New York and the, the Lake Effect Snow and all the good stuff. Jamie G. Big one on Saturday night, Magna Mills. I am going to take, they're all I've got. They're, it's, it's, I, I don't have limited options this week. I'm taking the Soder, man. Give me the Minnesota Vikings at home against the Indianapolis Colts. Taking them in a rebound game after that whooping in Detroit. They need this one. Whether, whether you believe the Vikings are real or not, I think they're real enough to beat the Indianapolis Colts at home at a game that they need. Thank you for checking out. Survivor presented by, thank you for checking out Survivor presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Check back this weekend for an update to cover any issues that might come up between now and then. Let us know who your fate of the week is by dropping a comment on the YouTube video or hit us on the social needs, my dude, at Seize the Gap FF. 
Magna Mills, tell these future Survivor champs where they can find all of our stuff. Thank you, sir. You did a pretty good job there. Again, find us wherever you get your pods by searching for Seize the Gap. The social meads, as it were, are at Seize the Gap FF. Find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. Good luck to everybody this week. Thanks again for checking us out. I am Magna Mills. He is Jamie G. Remember, to win your Survivor League, you need to have a plan. And you need to get lucky. We'll see you next time with our Week 15 Survivor Update. This has been Survivor, presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. The views expressed here are those of the hosts and do not reflect the views of other individuals, entities, or organizations. All teammates and logos are trademarks of the NFL and their respective teams and organizations. Thanks again for checking us out. Please remember to like and subscribe. Good luck to you in all of your Survivor leagues and contests. We'll see you next time.